This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome one and all to the Back of the Nest preview podcast. I'm your host Terence Ford. And it's time to build you up to Manchester City away where, you know, the, the absolute kings are going to the SEAD and winning. But um, we'll get into that. Uh, who better to have to speak to this week on International Waffle Day than Sam Heskiff and Carl Davies? Welcome, lads. What an introduction. Fair play. <laughs> yeah, so um, Albert, Albert is once more on holiday, just true to form, jetting off. So Carl is standing in. Um, we've asked on Twitter for some questions around transfers, which we'll get to later. Um, but first up, I'm get, I went to the cricket last night instead of Oxford away. It had been long time booked. I've done Oxford away and the missus came to the cricket as well. The missus then now had to leave the cricket with a baby pretty sharpish because for some reason we didn't take ear defenders. So he was <laughs> crying, crying every time a boundary was hit. So... She had to ship off. I must have drunk seven pints of cider. I've like felt rotten all day. But now I've got Tiny Rebel Tropica, which I've had many times before and on the pod. I've had the double. This is the triple version of the IPA. <laughs> setting it in at 10%. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> a short pod. So, so, yeah. Shout out to Tiny Rebel. They actually retweeted us last week so i feel like some free beers are coming at some point we're gonna make it happen <laughs> unfortunately i'm yet to get a tweet off revels so we're gonna keep plugging away at that as well <laughs> and, and, uh, and should stone island be listening i'm a big fan of their jacket <laughs> badge in badge in what are you drinking carl I, I've gone double bubble because I've got a bit of a sore throat so i have gone for i've got a can of i've got a can of longboard uh, which, if I'm brutally honest, I did actually go for a, a can of Aura. I looked at it and went, I think I bought that a little while ago. The eyes aren't good. Lease, check the sell-by date out. Mrs. D, checks the sell-by date. It was out of date in 2021. I think I bought it in lockdown. And I have <laughs> my second can coming up, played very safe. I'm on the Gamma Ray Beaver Town. Lovely stuff. Um, doesn't make you a Spurs fan, no matter what anyone well, says. And, and as, as we said many times before uh, in, in private, and we were there at the time, 
God bless Beaver Town at the Spurs Brewery, and don't believe the hype where they uh, where it's a cashless system. You will find you get very good deals for cash. <laughs> yeah, three for a fiver. Um, Heskiff, you know me. I'm drinking water. I uh, I was going to say it almost felt like I'd been drinking a lot of beer yesterday when you texted me from the cricket because uh, my signal was pretty bad, and you sent a photo. Which was, but you know, when before it downloads and it's all just really blurry, and I was trying to figure out who was in the photo other than you. <coughs> and you were t- you were texting me about the name of a, a WhatsApp group chat that I'm in that you're not in. So <laughs> myself, my wife Vanessa, and Cara spent a good minute, maybe more, looking behind us at the Oxford Stadium. I'm like, I'm sure he said he wasn't going to be here, but that he must be near us to read over my shoulder. <laughs> so it, it it turns out you're with a mate. I wasn't drunk. I was just an idiot. Um, <laughs> Carl, believe it or not, I believe it said word for word, Elise's finished or something like that. No, oh, hang on. For me? <laughs> I, 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 I'll get... Whoa, whoa, whoa. You've got me sweating already. You've got me sweating can I, can already. I, can I just say, it took everything, everything I've got on uh, on Sunday after that Villa performance and being mesmerised by Eze to not go through all of those tweets from about mid uh, mid last mm. season where people go, he's finished, we should vlog him, he's never going to get back to where he was. <laughs> no, ridiculous. Like he's, he's, he's frantically I'm, I'm, scrolling I'm like, through that. I am, I'm group. stressing out. I'm in so many WhatsApp groups of you lot. I don't know what was said in what. This is killing me. Um, so I, I believe this was in the group that's called, I don't know, Eze and Zaha on Tings or something like that. Oh, it's called Wilf and JP on a ting. Okay, Wilf and JP on a ting. Yeah. Is that why um, you're wearing your Jordan Ayu shirt at the moment, Eskif? Deep down, <laughs> you want to stay out so your man plays every week. I Ayu Ultras, 100%. <laughs> I, I said, I, to be fair, I said in the first half, Elise's touch is awful today, is what I said. <laughs> and then I just got then I just got pelters from someone who's not in the group. <laughs> Brilliant. So... You heard it here first. Are you over? Are you over Elise? Um, he won a penalty. <laughs> he did win a penalty. Yeah, <laughs> that guy wanted to take his shirt home with him, didn't he? He did. He well, did. he didn't have but... a wonky badge. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it was wonky, bloody pulled it back straight. That's for sure. <laughs> right. Again to this, and it's obvious who I'm going to be talking about here. It's. Um, man who's got, quite, got me questioning my sexuality it's, it's Joachim Anderson have you seen his Instagram post today oh yes Alice, Steve Parrish he's in a silver suit and he's got the beautiful curtains hairstyle but I mean Steve Parrish he needs to be locking up Susanna Reid because she gets one, one, one look at Joachim Anderson across Speroni's and it's all over for him I'm sorry. That's enough for that. <laughs> I, do, I, I do have to say, um, I, I put the thing on my Instagram story with sort of like a gif of someone swooning, and my entire Instagram like DMs is all these random people I know who have absolutely no interest in football whatsoever, uh, including my old manager who has said, "Why are CPFC recruiting models, and where can I get one?" <laughs> I then I look on, I then look on Twitter, and my entire Twitter. Started off by Terence. It's just loads of Palace fans coming out for Java. Yeah. Like the entire feed. 
I think Dan said it um, needs to be on the cover of GQ magazine. It looks like a GQ magazine yeah. shoot. It yes. really does. <laughs> so, um, so business opportunity-wise, do you think we should we, we could take the Palace license for, I don't know, Eagles underwear? And you, you see, you know, before Calvin Klein get him locked up. <laughs> Eagles underwear. Um, we'll have to. Yeah, it's got to be a better name. title. Right, as we go yeah. through the rest of the pod, we'll come up with a different title. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, if it's twelve months of him in his boxers, I'll, I'll buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I guess we don't want to talk about where his beak is then. <laughs> Listen, um, I've got. As you know, uh, my uh, AC Milan sporting friend has said he's basically Perlo, but better looking. Pirlo, sorry, but better looking. Spraying that ball. And I, mean, I mean, you can't, passing wise, you know, he's he, over a middle to long length. It's unbelievable. I mean, Carl, have you, any, have you ever seen anyone dish it better from the back, for, especially not no, for Palace, I'd imagine? No, 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 no. Honestly, he's a. Uh... He, yeah, I, best I've ever seen, and I've got to say, best I've ever seen it. You know, because you know, watch other clubs, other teams inside out. I've just not seen anybody do what he does with a ball. And actually, when he's not on the pitch, and you saw it a little bit yesterday up at Oxford. Mm. You know, it's not like Mark Gay's bad at it either, but he's not. Mm. Yuck! You know, he's not. He's yeah. just literally unreal. It's absolutely unreal. Yeah, it it really is, and. Um... You know, on Sky Sports the other week, he was getting compared to Ronald Koeman, yeah. uh, which is high praise indeed. Anyone who ever saw him play, and you know, I just, I, I'm just, he might, we might be able to keep hold of him for a few years. You never know because, let's face it, he is half a yard of pace off, but you know, he's good enough in his head to get out of trouble with it quite a lot. But um, yeah, if he had half a yard more pace, he'd be at the very top of the game. There's there's no doubt about it. The bit that surprised me most about him, or yeah, yeah, surprised me most about him, is that he played a season. So he'd, he'd had the Samp move. Then it was to, was it Leon? Was Leon, wasn't it? Leon, no, sorry, yeah. was that Leon? Oh, yeah, Leon to Samp. Yeah, Samp to Leon. And, and then he's had the year in the Premier League where I think we all thought he was pretty good. I just cannot yep. believe somebody, and I don't, I mean, well, somebody, I mean, you know, a Villa at the time or an Everton at the time who were chucking big money around just really didn't go get him because, you know, Fulham made him a captain after about 34 seconds, didn't they? So everybody saw his leadership. He went down fighting when the club really didn't. He looked bloody good then. I just can't believe. I mean, and and we we got him at a knockdown price. I mean, I know he was linked with Spurs, but we actually held out and we we negotiated them down. I mean, he'd double your money overnight now, wouldn't you? I mean, he's, he's... Fantastic player. Can't believe right. though, he's six foot whatever and he hasn't scored yet. But it come. Oh, it's coming. It's got to come. Surely it's got to come. I mean, they're using him a lot as the knockback across at the far post. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. You know, when the ball's right, no one can beat him in the air. There, he's he's easily winning it. And if you think Edward missed a couple at Oxford again last night, headers um, yeah. missed the one. Uh, who was it against uh, at Celest? Arsenal. Oh, it was Arsenal. He, yeah. yeah, headed it back across, and yes, but as soon as it was at, as soon as it was at his feet last night, Edward, he, t- he tucked it away. So um, we'll get into Oxford. Um, we're going to ease in with these new chants. So 
we've got the Tyrant Mitchell one. Did you hear it? Was that sung at Oxford yeah, last night? Yeah, like that. Yeah, like they, that lot. Really good. Yeah. Rebel Winner. Rebel by David Bowie. Um, Tyrant Mitchell, he plays in defence. Tyrant Mitchell, a player possessed. Possessed. Tyrant Mitchell, we want you possessed. to know our left back. We love you so. Um, yeah, great song selection. Flows nicely. It reminds me a bit um, Aaron Wambasaki about it, you know, going to yeah. that sort of era to find the tune. Lovely stuff. Um, and then Evre Eze. Was this to Dizzy? Yeah. Okay. I couldn't quite work it out when they were singing. I was like, is this supposed to be I'm so dizzy? I couldn't I couldn't get it, couldn't hear it. So it was it was sort of it was on my list to go search when I came up for air of knowing the answer somewhere to the, the lyrics would be on Twitter. I couldn't quite work it out from where I was well, after. What I was saying is it's because as we've discovered now, Eze is not Eze, it's Eze. Eze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eze. Eze. So you've got to say um you're making me dizzy like a northerner to squeeze in the rhyme <laughs> but if you're making me dizzy every as a running circles it never ends and it's as a making them spin repeat so yeah it's all right original different you don't you don't hear it from any other fans so watford and leicester already got it they saw it on twitter they've, they've got the cpfc hashtag on lock <laughs> I think that they seem like the two the sort of chance where when people do get to know the words after they've heard them, you know, a game or two, because the, the, the Thai one got louder and louder and louder as people were sort of picking it up. Mm. So I think, yeah, in a couple of weeks, bright and away, those those songs are going to be rocking, I reckon. Mm. Yeah, if we touch the ball at Brighton away this year. <laughs> we'll be, H, we'll uh, be HF getting at Brighton away. Will they let the drum in? Oh, goodness, I don't know. Um, it's and it's still holding at Saturday three o'clock. I'm convinced it's going to change, but I guess yeah, it can't now, can it? No, no, it's in, it's in. So that early that early drive up from Cornwall to get there is is on. Let's see how it goes. Uh, so let's we've got to briefly touch on the Oxford game. Obviously, um, I am at your guys' mercy. I wasn't there. I've literally seen the three minute highlights on um, YouTube. Uh, looked like it was a bit of a difficult first half, but still missed a couple of fairly decent chances. Um, as I said, Hesky, if it was Edouard, with missed, missed the header at the back post, put it wide. Um, seemed to uh, be able to create chances whenever we got forward, but based on your messages, they're saying Elise shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Sell everyone. Uh, no, yeah, the, the, the first half was, was, wasn't great. I think the, the midfield... Uh, I thought Hughes was all right, but the midfield was a bit a bit clunky. Poor old Phillips wasn't as good as I hoped he was, but you know he's young; it's fine. Uh, and we played Caden Rodney at left back, and I, if I, if I'm right, I think he's a right back normally. Um, and he he was okay. I mean, you know that they, they had a they were sort of going down his wing for quite a bit in the first half. And like you say, when we when we got going forward and we passed the ball around, we made a couple of chances, but then. Second half, we brought on Schluppi and after that, really just took over the game. Um, lovely ball from him through to for Edouard for the goal. Sort of split split their entire team apart. And then when you've got Ebbs brought on a Bue at the end there as well, spinning around and doing tricks. Couldn't mm-hmm. really handle it. What do you reckon, Carl? Yeah, transfer my first half midfield couldn't get hold of the ball, and it was it was a million miles an hour, and we didn't have 
the quality to put our foot on it. And even I thought, you know, if you, you know, Phillips Hughes, uh, uh, Luca, they were, you know, you couldn't say they're having bad games by any stretch of imaginations, but they didn't stand out. It was literally transformational. Poor old Phillips came off and uh, Schluppy got on the ball. And the first time he picked up the ball, he ran with it. And he literally just burst through two people and it suddenly stretched their midfield. Their defence got slightly deeper, a bit more space in the midfield. Hughes suddenly looked world-class because he had a little bit more space. You know, Luca moved from being stood on top of the back of the two centre-backs and moved five yards further up the pitch. And we took total control from that moment. And yeah, and great summary. You know, the moment the first goal went in, which was an incredible pass by Schlappen, instinctive finish by Edouard. Never looked like he was going to miss. It was at his feet. He squared the, you know, you saw him look up, saw the keeper, he went, thank you. He put that in. But the the moment that went in, it just turned into, we just went showboating from there on in and was. Yeah. Yeah. So, that heavy away little scoop over the, yeah, over the yeah. box of players. They, they, yeah. They've been was, winding him up a little bit. Yeah, exactly it. You, you had to sort of see the five minutes of the, whatever he was, the 42 or the 47, I can't remember it was, of Oxford, who'd had a boot at Hughes. At, Two little yep. digs, uh, and and said something to him. Yeah, your your, your man's got some character. There was a, there was a bit right at the end where it, uh, yeah, I think it was there forty two. He'd he'd been having a nibble and he went in really late, not like diving in, but Hughes had passed the ball and he went in late on him. I think to give him a bit, and, and Hughes literally just leaned into him and started laughing. I was <laughs> yeah. like that. So that combined with Ibuwe like chipping the ball over his head from a standing start, <laughs> not not a great final minute for their forty two. Yes, also Wilf tweeting about it as well today, like getting him some nice big exposure on social media with it as well. It's, um... Oh, he's a talent, you know, isn't he? He's another talent. <laughs> he it's exciting. It's exciting. He's a talent. He really is. I mean, the under twenty ones game against Brighton, I watched that, and he was just running rings around them and. Yeah. It's like it's kind of that when you first saw Elise kind of vibe where it's just like it doesn't matter who he's going to be playing against. You just it doesn't matter. You you can't get the ball off him. You know what you, you know which way he's going. You know where he's going, but you're not going to get it off of him. He's got enough strength about him. I feel like it's different now. With ten years on, twelve years on from Will's debut, and you saw skinnier wingers a lot often then. But it's like you know. It's advancing that now they know how to bulk them up quicker and yeah. get them bigger quicker because they both look like big lads already. You know, when you think about how skinny Wilf was when he yeah. first broke onto the scene and, you know, spent half his life getting absolutely shoulder barged the hell off the ball and into the stands because that was the only way people could handle him. But, um, yeah, but no, a good, good result. Oxford, I watched them against Bristol Rovers uh, the weekend before. And I thought they played some decent stuff and they, you know, clearly playing for the manager, like to, you know, hard workers and so on. So to go there on a, you know, upset written all over it, that one. So to get through it, um, showing Vieira's pedigree in the cup some more and hopefully it will continue. Did we hear the old, we've got super Pat Vieira? Oh, yes, yeah. we did. It's been dusted off. It's been, it's been dusted, dusted off. off. <laughs> Lovely. And um, yeah, so a little bit of an announcement. I mean, it's nothing major, uh, but at So CPFC, who's lifelong Palace fan, um, good old boy, loves loves his stats, and he's going to be providing us each week now with some stats. Um, this one he provided to Twitter as a whole, saying, 
50 goals have now been scored by Crystal Palace players who have an acute accent in their name. Last night, was the, last night was the first <laughs> time in history. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we listed them off, so you can, you, can, you can get to them quite easily. So obviously, Luca's got 30 of the 50. Yeah. And then um, you've got Edouard has got an accent on his, on his E. Yeah. Uh, Sasa Churchich. Um, who else is there? I can quickly go to the guy. Sasa Churchich, Mark Gay, Cheku mm-hmm. Kuyate, and then the last one, see if you can get there, scored one goal only, and it was an absolute screamer. It's not Gordon Petrich. It is Gordon Petrich. Oh, my yes. word. Blimey, yes. <laughs> I don't know United. why that popped into my head. She- well yes. done you, Sam. Yeah, Sheffield great United. Goal. Yeah, great yeah. goal. While, while we're on it then, because this was this was a classic one from after the Villa game. Uh, all-time Palace goal scorers, when their surname ends in A, said Wilfred Zaha is obviously the top. Jean-Philippe Mateta went second. With nine, um, but who is he surpassed in third? So surname ends in A. Scored seven goals for Palace. Was a striker. We only had him for one season, I think. So you can you can let that cook away in your brain. We'll come back to it later. See if we can get there. Um, yeah. So. There you go. There you have it. First time in our history that two players with an acute accent in their name is scored. Um, we haven't got the draw yet, have we, for the next round? It takes place after Newcastle Tranmere, which is Ooh, playing right now. It's going to be soon. Soon, yeah. Yes. yes. So we did get last week on the pod. We got it live on the pod, didn't we? So, mm-hmm. mm, so yeah. we as, as, we're, as we're recording, there's about two or three minutes of, ex- of injury time. So hopefully okay. we'll know soon. And obviously last week on the pod... Um, Albert called it. He said it's going to be Oxford away. So <laughs> no pressure, Carl. Who are we going to get? Well, I, I could play safe, but I'm going to go big and I don't know any of the scores. Forest Green Rovers away. Uh, three, three and it was a Brighton, I'm afraid. All right, okay, all right. Then I'll skip that. I don't want Brighton. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's Crawley at home. Uh, I mean, I think Crawley. we and Crawley would take that. It's Crawley at home. Do you remember I'm, when they come down for the Zaha? Well, Zaha scored two against them, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, Back yes. in, what was it, 2011? Something like that. And um, they were singing the whole You Stupid Bastards, You Burned Your Own Town song thing, yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. get it large. That's exactly what was, yeah. <laughs> I'm, Go I'm going to go for everyone's favourite League Cup tie, Bristol City away. Um, I mean, Ooh. are they through... They're winning three one at Wickham, so yeah. If if it's Bristol City away, I've got a feeling we'll have a few in the way end who uh, might have gas tendencies. Mm. Well, if um, if it's Charlton at home again, like it was a few years back, um, it'll it'll keep us all warm on a November, a cold November (laughs) when the game actually comes around. Do you think think we'll let Jez play? (laughs) Um, Surely it's in the contract that he can't, or is it? I don't know how it works. There's no, we wouldn't let him play. I think it'd be silly. Just it's just not worth it for him, especially if he has any designs on coming back and trying to make yeah. something happen. Um, but I'll take I'll take MK Dons away, new ground. Oh yeah, that'd be a good one. Um, oh yeah, I just haven't been there yet. Um, 
I mean, I, I guarantee you there's no new grounds left for you in the competition, is there, Carl? No, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. I've got one at Conference North and one at Conference South, I think I've got to do. That's the uh, the uh, where I am in the in the levels of grounds. I've done everything in the National League. And nice. The okay. <clears throat> so we'll, we'll talk about the draw as and when it comes out the hats. Um, so moving on to City then. Now, our friend at SoPS, SoCPFC, the last time Palace kept consecutive clean sheets against Man City before last season was in 92-93. We drew 0-0 twice. The next time we played City, one all draw. And it was the fifth game of the season, so early doors as well. Um, Bruce, Bruce Dyer scored our goal in that one. So, you know... Good omen in that sense that once we hold it over City, we hold it over them. But this is the big one, and Heskiff's going to love this one. The last three Saturday away games at City, Palace 3, City 2, 2-2, yep. two, two, yep. and Palace 2, City 0. Oh. I mean, Pep Guardiola, surely at this point, we are living rent-free in his head. Because you saw it in that at Amazon documentary where he talked about yeah. it like you know next next week at Sellers Park is our hardest game of the season blah, blah blah we clearly live in his head for whatever reason and it's continued with Patrick Vieira so Carl you know you want these games early you want to get these teams early before they're in full flow so yeah I agree and based on them based on them playing right now they're playing right now as as we speak and, and, and talk to when, me about when, that when when does, yeah, when does Champions League start is that next week or is it too early too early it must be two weeks they get they get a free week off next week but yeah look they they're out playing they're in Barcelona at the present moment in time we've got that obviously that chilled for Saturday we're nip over and we're play we're play playing the Catalonians so uh with the full squad <laughs> unbelievable we're saying it's literally started tonight in a friendly game against Barcelona just at the start of the season Carl Walker Ruben Diaz when they've got Severe centre back troubles as it is, especially after Ake went off on the weekend. Bernardo Silva's playing, Riyad Mahrez is playing, Phil Foden's playing. It's just, I can't believe it. This obviously should work out as great news, great news for us. But um, yeah, so Heskiff, yeah, we've dug out some great memories that he has had in recent years. Um, like last year shocked the hell out of me, to be honest. Um, Zaha through the middle, causing them all sorts of problems. Getting um, oh, what's his what's his chops at the back sent off? Oh, uh, Laporte. Laporte for the turned in tight tackle. He did indeed. Yeah, yeah I've got I've got a mate who's um, a season ticket old Man City, and he texted me at half time of that game last season. Was just like Wolf's got us on strings. Like obviously, I'm always one like, and even at one 0 with with them having ten men like we saw against Liverpool, you know they're good enough to get a goal. So I still wasn't like, oh, we've won. But he was just, he said to me, Will's got us on strings, you've got this game. Like, he was way more confident about it than me. Um, and it was a great performance, and, and both goals are really good. I think Gallagher's, when we broke through Elise, the, the, the sort of movement between Elise, Wilf, and, Ga- and, and Gallagher for that goal was like, I really wish I'd been there. I Elise's, really wish I'd been there. Elise's first touch on that counter is just ridiculous Unreal. he's like surveying the field and it's almost like he forgets to take the ball with him is what it looks like and then it just yeah 
as he brings his trading foot forward, the ball's just stuck to it. It's just incredible, incredible stuff. The the, the bit that still surprises me, and we were we was actually talking about this about Oxford, and and in, you know, there's like there's various moments in the season you go, that's Vieira, or that's probably doing uh, Sam Roberts, you know, not giving him any uh, any credit here. This is Roberts and Vieira. There was obviously the second half at West Ham when you went, oh, okay, I get it. This is what it's about. This is a good West Ham team. And suddenly we are outplaying them. The next one was 1-0 up at City. And you're absolutely right. Tactically, Zaha up top, get him tight, get the ball in behind, get him turned, let them turn. And you saw two or three goes before the port got sent off of where we tried that. And you saw a little bit of that up at Anfield uh, last week. Uh, the next big bit for me, though, you're 1-0 up, there's 10 to go. What are you not going to do? You are surely not going to bring on Michael Elise. He brought on <laughs> Michael Elise. We were, we were, we'd gone really tight in that midfield. We, we'd boxed him. We were literally got to a an eight or a nine behind the ball. And they were keeping hold of the ball. And he, I can't remember who he took off, but he took off somebody. He took off Kiati, I think it was. Somebody undoubtedly look back and go and remember it and go, no, it wasn't that. You're making that bit up. But he took off somebody like Kiati and brought on Elise and put him out wide right and literally in a moment changed, not changed the game, but changed a little bit the momentum of the game because they suddenly had something mm-hmm. to worry about as he kept breaking. Yeah. It was wonderful to see. Brave manager. Love it. <clears throat> yeah, it was um, an excellent day. And again, it's... One of those, um, we're not going to Northern away games at the moment when we pick up results is absolutely killing me. Like, <laughs> just every time we get a result away up north, I'm like, oh, I'm not there. Um, <clears throat> so, obviously, we went to Anfield very recently and played five at the back, which Twitter had a complete meltdown, uh, <laughs> as it likes to do at times. Um but of course, it worked out really well, soaked up the early pressure and then really, you know, got our patterns right going forward on the counter and got into the game, scored an incredible goal. And then, I mean, really, I think we should have won that game as it as it went on. Wilf really unlucky to score, not to score at the end again. Heskip, um, can you see us going five at the back again? Or do you think, you know, City, where you kind of get joy with City is, you know, Liverpool is you've got to get them in our final third where City is, you can cause mistakes at the back and get in and amongst them. So do you want that extra man up, up top? Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. I think, like we mentioned, Wilf up front last year at Man City looked really good and, and there was a plan there, like Carl said, and the, and, the, and the plan worked. And when we saw five at the back in the lineup at Liverpool, I'm not a huge fan of five at the back just because I'm not really used to Palace playing it. <clears throat> But I think Vieira got that spot on at Anfield. Can't argue that at all. So I don't know the answer, but I, I'm really interested to see which way he'll go. Um, is he going to mix it up? Is it that when we play teams at the very top, we do go five at the back? Um, I, th- I think we'll probably have Wilf in the middle, just because I think he he's shown that he's able to use that pace and he's... He makes the right runs at the right times, you know. I, d- I don't think we're going to see Wilf sprinting about the back line, the, the opposition back line, closing down every way. But he he seems to be really good at picking his spots. And when you've got someone like Ebbs who's able to to play the passes that we saw against uh, against Liverpool, you know, it's very effective. Um, 
So yeah, I'm not sure is is the wishy washy answer, but I'm I'm <laughs> really interested to see how we line up and whether that's sort of a recurring theme as the season goes on. Can you see it, Carl, fight or back? What do you think yeah, it will be? I, th- I think he will. I think he will. I think just for a couple of it again, everything that Eskid said there, I totally agree with. I think I think we I think we can bank on it being Wilcock top. Not not only because he's our best finisher and he probably gives us our best movement and he's probably the most confident of the the three that can play up at the top or four if you include IU came on played the centre forward last night but yeah he's the most confident of the lot he's he, he, he we also saw the formula work last year and he, he he'd try and run in between the two and he'd try and spin off the back I think it'd be five not for the protection of the defence I think it is we don't have that press with Conor Gallagher that na- naturally comes when having the three and 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 it's a and, and that press is high up. So, you know, we, we unsettled City. If you think last year, there was two chances before uh, uh, we've got uh, Laporte sent off, whereby Connor won the ball really high. They weren't used to being pressed that high. He won the ball really high and we broke on it. I We haven't got that. And he's not going to be able to replace that. Not that high up the pitch. You'll get the you'll you'll, you'll get Decorey doing it, but it's it's twenty yards deeper. So I think he had changed the shape to to allow us to, I know, burst forward more, win the ball deeper and burst forward more. And I think it'd be it'd be again. I imagine it'd be IU towards the right, knowing that he can hold the ball and he take the fouls and he break play up and he's a bit clever. And you know, Vieira talks about experience and that's that bit of experience. And I imagine it'd be Ebbs out on the left. And an era allow, you know, I'm I'm assuming it'd be Schlupp and Decore sat down the middle of the pit, sat down the middle with with five skirting around. And I I mean it the I guess the questions then come is is it you know, is it Ward or is it Richards? I assume it'd be Ward because he trusts Ward. I'm assuming it'd be Klein Wright, who I I think is our best right back or right wing back as stands at the moment and I, you know, and, and Tia look after him. So I think it'd be that, but yeah, I don't. I think it's less about. I think you trust the four defenders if it's a four. Just don't think we get as much out in the midfield. Okay, fair enough. So <clears throat> we'll go straight into predictions because I've got a lot of tweets to get through to talk to Carl about. So Heskiff, what do you think is going to be? Um, I think I think I think we're going to find it a bit too difficult. Harland scares me quite a lot. Um. Let's say 2 0 City. But I think we'll play well. But Joachim Anderson will just rattle him to within an inch of his life and get him sent off. Or he'll just fall in love with Yoa and just say, <laughs> forget it. I just I don't want to play against you. I don't want to hurt you. So I'll mm. I quit. Yeah, it's that's certainly gonna be an interesting battle. I mean, there was one point at Newcastle when City had just made it three two and then just before they made it three three, De Bruyne Put him in Allah kind of schlup putting Edouard in against Oxford last night and he got <clears> the iron, but just um defender kind of ended up doing well by tripping over and kind of stumbling Harland a little bit. And then obviously Pope's really good in that sort of position, came out and spread himself. But just seeing a man that big with that much pace be able to like get through just like your tailor made for the Premier League, yeah, mate, you're gonna yeah. cause a lot his, of his acceleration is absolutely mad, isn't it? Mm. Like, yeah, scary yeah, stuff. Yeah. 
I mean, it's it, you don't have to be a football player. I mean, just he's made, you said it's made for it. He's he is if he however long he stays, he's going to score a lot and lot of goals. He's got he's got everything. He's he's starting to play. You create to, to play your people, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Yeah. What do you think, Carl? Uh, I think probably Sam's right. If if I was a betting man, I'd go City two nil. Uh, and you know they 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 drop very few points at home. Uh. Evidently, an incredibly strong team, and they be you get the feeling they'd be more clinical. I remember coming out of Sellhurst last year at the nil-nil, and going, if they'd bought Harry Kane, <laughs> you know, they would have beaten us. There was, and but, and now they've probably got a better player than Harry Kane. Uh, but being the romantic that I am, and being that you know we're on a we're on a we're a good team, and we're on a run, and I'd back us if we can see out the first ten minutes. I'm going one all. If we got to see out the first one all, and, and and I'm taking the leap of faith that we can see out the first 10 minutes. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah, I'll, but I'll always remember... Um, in the three-two, when was it Gundogan or Silver uh, Bernardo Silva put one up early? It was like, oh god, this is a, we're holding another six today. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And then next thing you know, we're three-one up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, so okay, I'm gonna. Uh, what are you going for tea? I'll go, I'll go an optimistic two-two. Let's oh. say it's, oh, it's be first on the match of the day. I won't be on for it. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll take it. Um, yeah, but obviously going to be extremely difficult. But I think early doors are the best time to play these big teams, as I say. Mm-hmm. Get it get it out of the way early. They're not up to f- full flow. You've got that. Let's say they're playing in Barcelona right now. Ridiculous times. Okay, so have we got any League Cup draw action yet? Do we know who we've got or has it still not been made? Not yet. I've got it on in the background, so I'll okay. jump in. Did you ask Great. the question Can I- did you ask the question there, Terry? Am I going to be watching football on Tuesday nights and Wednesday nights instead of Thursday nights? <laughs> Rangers have beaten PSV. Oh my goodness! There so is go. that is there another round after that? That's it. That's it. Group stages so, of the Champions League. Congratulations! Um, you're going to be getting some right pickles coming up for you, fixtures wise. Um, my bank account's going to look really ill. <laughs> 
Copenhagen going getting that get a draw there and Trasbon score to go through is pretty solid as well from yeah. them. Um, and Bodo Glimpse. In fact, they've been building something there, haven't they? They really have been um, yeah. over the last few years. They, they, I mean, they. The answer to that is definitely yes. They have a few things on their side, i.e., their pitch and the fact that they obviously play in the summer, and they're all fully fit and used to playing as one hell of a team. When the season starts, they 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 deteriorate. Come mm. come sort of November December time, but yeah, yeah. Well, they're still they're two two at the moment on aggregate. Um, Away goals have been stripped now. Away goals, yeah. Or? No, no away goals, no away goals. So yeah, Saskia so looks like they're going to extra time there. Um, and Newcastle have held on to beat Tranmere, so they will be in the next round of the not the Champions League. Not yet, Newcastle fans, stop getting carried away. <laughs> You're not there yet. Can um, I, just I didn't say, say now, it I, I, Can we can we please avoid Newcastle away in the next round? Oh, is it not regional anymore? No, it's not regional. Not seeding, not regional. See, you know, the, uh, the Newcastle away in the third round of the league, that would be the sort of fixture I'd try and wrangle it with the misses to go. <laughs> 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 the amount of stupid shit we've done in the past. <laughs> uh, but I didn't say anything about how this beer is, and it, it's 10%. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's needed. I mean, it, Look, like, at look that. how thick it is. You'd be banging that <laughs> to get out of the glass. Mm. Right, so, Carl, we've had plenty of tweets in to ask some questions with the transfer window fast approaching um, the end. So, let's just go through these as they came through. What kind of midfielder, this is from Dan of the South, do Palace want to sign? So, we've been linked with Samare. Um, and Gallagher, for example, and they're quite different players. So, um, in the middle of the park, what, what do you think we're going for? It's both is the answer. So they've, I think, I don't, they, Vieira, I don't know if he said it publicly, but I definitely heard him say it because uh, he he said he, well he said it in the forum of the uh, when they did the evening with Patrick Vieira, and he talked about what he wants for next season. He said, look, I, I, you know, I trust the club implicitly and I trust Dougie Freeman. This works better than I ever thought it would do type comments of, you know, them understanding the type of player we need to bring in and all of that. He said in the midfield, we were going to, with, with five substitutes and the, the league getting it even more competitive, we're going to need one extra midfielder in. Now, I don't think there's any doubt or no surprises, they, they really wanted to try and keep Kiati if they possibly could. And, you know, Decorey was obviously their first choice by a long way and they, they managed to get him. Uh, they would have done, you know, uh, they would have always tried to dump Flynn Downs because they really rate Flynn Downs. And, and obviously, you know, they, they thought they had him. He was at the training ground, he had the shirt and all of that. So, you know, that all fell through. They, they are still, they would still like to get in a midfielder who can play in the schlup role, play, cover Decorey, play where Decorey plays and let Decorey play where schlup has been playing, but give themselves somebody who can break up play but still comfortable on picking up the ball, turning on the pivot, etc, etc, etc. So they still want that. They they have been holding off doing that. They haven't lost out on, well, obviously they lost out on Flynn Downs, but I mean, none of the other bit players they've been looking at, they've lost out on. But quite pivotal to them is Conor Gallagher. 
Ouais, ça inter- inter- this fl- this like, Flynn like, Downs one is so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Flynn Downs is really interesting because all the noise coming out of West Ham is that he's just nowhere near good enough, which is, I mean, he's not been there long, hasn't had much chance to prove himself, I guess, but... I, it, it's funny, I, I look, he, he he has to live with the decision he made and all of that. Uh, and, and by the same token, he'd probably say, look, you've had chances to buy me previously and you didn't. So, you know, it goes both ways. I yeah. I can't help but think he would have got the invite. Palace definitely know the player they were buying. If you listen to Swansea fans, and I know one of the non-execs down at Swansea said, look, he's just a hell of a talent. He's as good a player as they've had down there in, you know, 15, 20 years. And some, that's some statement when you think of the players they've had down there. And I'm not talking, are you? Uh, but yeah, that's, like, you know, he, and, and, and I definitely won't make a reference to Gilby Sigurdsson, but he's a, or just is, but it's a, uh, you know, he's, he's sometimes. I mean, that's, you know, that's, a, that's a different kind of 15 years. Okay, that's exactly right. Yeah. It was a, but yeah. <laughs> There goes one of the sponsors. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, they. I, I can't help but think he would have got the environment to have been yeah. welcomed in, a part of the squad, a part of the team, minutes under his belt at Palace as opposed to, we've bought you, here you go, you're in there and you're expected to be right up to speed from day one, you know. It's, but hey, it is where it is. But yeah, look, there's, we need strength. We need strength in the midfield. In an ideal world, they will bring in two, and they will be different types of players. And obviously, I mean, I think most people sort of go, oh, "I don't, you know, I don't know where this player would play with that limit, Eze, or with this that limit, Decore, or whatever it may be." A schlup. There's loads and loads and loads of games to be played, and yeah, not mm. you know, we'll worry about so, playing the cup final when we make it. So I think there's obviously a lot of talk about Gallagher and you know what goes on at Chelsea and whether he's gonna blink in a World Cup year and want to get minutes and whatever and who would he choose um I think I, I think if it comes down to a loan again he, he he'll probably choose us um I think that's you know, the we've signals got, we've, we've got yeah, the loan spaces the um <clears throat> but Samore Samare Samare Quite a few people have asked about him. Do you know much about him? Have you seen any of him? Um, no, no, I don't. No, I don't. I don't know anything. Look, it, it, it's it's you know, the story's out in the press. It's it's a lie. It's definite. It's a definite real interest. It's a live story. It's not a, you know an agent making up. No, not making up stuff. It's not an agent doing that. No, there is definite, definite interest that within there. No, no, no doubt about him. But apart from when you you look at him and the type of player he is and all of that, you go. Yeah, that makes sense for us. That's the, you know, again, you know, a, a different player to Gallagher, absolutely. But you go, would he add strength to us as a squad in the Premier League? Yeah, most definitely looks like it. And I can see the song opportunities to that Zamore with him and the Core. You can like flip oh. between them each line. It's <laughs> too bright uh. for that, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, we have had two people. And off the back of, um, there's a Twitter account that is bot is a bot that puts together like fake transfer news. And recently it came up with, The Sun has reported that David Nugent is moving to Palace in a 1.2 million switch. It's <laughs> <laughs> finally happening. So multiple finally. people have been asked about David Nugent. 
how how good would that be if if the Palace admin went and did it? You know, they went and they went and did a deal with David Nugent. We are signing him, but I don't care what he does. I, they, they signed him for Sproni's Lounge on a on a Saturday. We did the announcement, the big reveal, Danuge. At last. We've signed him to just protest the Sainsbury's car park <laughs> <laughs> to try and get us the space we need. <laughs> um, CPFC Jude has said, how much does Carl love everyone, including myself, harassing him for transfer news? Uh, no, I suppose the obvious answer is I wouldn't go on it if I didn't like it, if you know what I mean. But I do, there's bits, I mean, there's bits where I sort of raise my eyebrows, obviously. I did have a definite... Uh, a sort of a basic thing. I think it's quite rude if you don't reply to people, which sort of mm. comes with a self-fulfilling prophecy of then people tweet you. But that's what you're on there for and all that. It's you know, it's not like it's. I, I the, the the only bit I get frustrated is somebody's going, no, no, you're out and out making that up, or that's complete rubbish, and you're doing it for the clicks or anything like. I, I ain't making the business out of this. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm, so. I'm not selling anything. Well, it's, it's, it's so true. It's that's why the, when they super got rattled recently, when yeah. everyone was going off about it was the core when you know it was hanging over there, it hadn't quite yeah. happened yet, and people yeah. were starting to get worried. And me, you, and Ben Mintram had been together at yeah. Ben Mintram's birthday party, yeah. and I, I just put to, uh, together like us making up this rumor, <laughs> and literally people lost a oh. lot on Twitter. What we, we were referred to as fucking middle aged Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I take a compliment at my age. Middle age is just going. I'll have that. I'll have it was that. like it was. It was all right for you. Kind of all right for me. A massive insult to Ben. Yeah, <laughs> I. Uh, I did. I. 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 I'd heard on Sunday the Saar transfer had broken down long before Fabrizio Romano had put it out and all of that. And I. And I. I'd still. The Sky went the following day. Ran the story that I'd heard of how it got pulled. And I wrote the tweet out and I literally went to send it and I went, no, life's too short. I'm going to spend <laughs> all night with people going, but either Villa fans picking up going, that's absolute rubbish. It's a done deal. We know he's had his medical, la, 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 la. And I'm yeah. getting bombarded by that. Or, and or I'm getting Palace fans going, does that mean we're signing him? Does that mean so hard? I'll leave it. Do you know, what? I'll just leave it. I just walked away. I put it on a WhatsApp group and that was it. <laughs> you need to, what you need to do is start. Writing the tweet out, screen grabbing it with a timestamp, and then just yeah. tweets I didn't tweet. Share the picture after it yeah. happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, ups, upside down twat. I said, just said <laughs> Sirkan. Any ideas? No, 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 no. no. And, and I've got to say, look, most most of the stuff I. 99% of the stuff I get obviously originates, well, a decent chunk of it originates out of Palace, but it originates out in moments and occasions, I, you know, and, and so you need to, so most of the stuff I heard that we were going for was, was back in May. It was like, it was, you know, ended up in a room with some people who definitely knew what we were doing and, you know, from, from actually from when we played Leeds at home to the end of the season and, and you hear about seven or eight names and mm. you know some of those come through. Richards was one of those, and uh, obviously Dakura, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. There'd be loads of others that you, they, you know, yeah. have come up since then. They didn't think it was available and is available. And yeah, so I'm not saying it yeah. isn't true, but yeah, no, I've never heard it mentioned before. 
Well, and there's already so many moving pieces with other teams and what business they do and who they lose unexpectedly and so on. And that's the big jigsaw at the moment, isn't it? It's one block's going to be removed shortly and everything's going to yeah. fall into place for everyone. Yeah, if, as long as Palace don't lose anybody they don't want to go lose, they feel in absolute control. And they have, a, they, you know, they desperately wanted to do Decorey. That was the one which was, you know, had, the, had their hearts racing. That was the one that they needed to get done. And everything else they feel... They, there's players they want, and they think some of you know they think they might be available this window, or they think they might be available next summer. If suddenly next summer turns out they are available this summer, then they will go. You know, they'll have a look at trying to go for it, but they they don't feel under any pressure. They've got the full, you know, they they have a value of what they think people are worth, and if they can get it, then great. If they can't, they just move on. Okay, um, Joel CPFC just said gyro. Um, obviously, not in the yeah. squad last night. Not, um, not, didn't, didn't, yeah, he, he, he looks that Liverpool game cost him Liverpool away last year, really mm-hmm. cost him. I know he played yeah. in the cup and scored, etc., etc., but that game really cost him, and he clearly not in mm-hmm. Patrick's thoughts, unless he has picked up a recent injury. But yeah, he looks, I mean, well out he's, he's contracting, must be getting there. No, yeah, he's his got, contract he, must be gone, surely. No, I don't think. No, he renewed. He renewed under Hodgson. Mm, I reckon he could have two years. I reckon he could have two years. I, uh, mm. yeah, look, I think he, if he, I, I think I tweeted after, so Liverpool, where did we go after Liverpool? Uh, sorry, not Liverpool. What for the Liverpool game? He was, he wasn't a part the of. The Arsenal game. Yeah, the Arsenal game. Liverpool got a couple of games. But I, I tweeted on that. If he ever needed a sign of, where he is in the pecking order, he's he's now starting to get it. When you looked at, you know, two key. Oh, sorry, Villa. It was before the Villa game. Two keepers on the bench. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't a late fitness test. Somebody failing. Those two keepers were on the bench the previous night. So you know, yeah. he's he's get he's been he's been told a message. Yeah, I wonder if it's one of those. They like he's good off the field. Everyone likes him. Gets on with yeah. everyone. That's you, you yeah, kind yeah. of get. The impression over recent years that a lot of players yeah, don't yeah. want to leave because they just love the environment. So yeah. prepared not to play and happy to yeah. stay. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. let's move it along. I, I don't know how to say this guy's name. Is it Aura or a a three Our. four four yeah. vowels in a row is too much, yeah. mate. Like it's taking I mean, a piss. Could, <laughs> got to say, it doesn't even end in an A, so we won't even get in the top three palace goal scorers with his name ends in an A. Uh yeah. Oh, and, and he, and he, he never even he never even got three never, appearances. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, talking about you ending in A, did you get there? No, that's what I was thinking about it. I'm still been trying to have this conversation whilst trying to think of a. <laughs> right. I'm going to give you. A, I'm going to give you a oh, time oh, frame. Oh, it's... Who, who's the Arsenal one? Is on loan from Arsenal. No. no, between no. 2000 and 2005, in that range. Drunk. Striker played one season. So maybe, maybe we kept into like oh, Adebola. Adebola. Yeah, playing with Adebola. What a lad he is. Ad- Adebola, who would, for <laughs> the odd 10 minutes here and there, would look like the absolute well, most unplayable beast of a centre forward you'd ever want to see. <laughs> T- yeah, yeah, turns yeah. into Pele Adebola. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who who was time. the one we got on a loan for Arsenal who scored the worldie goal down at uh, Southampton with Shemak fed him? Oh, oh, Sonogo. Sonogo. Yeah, Sonogo. Sonogo. Yeah. So, Adibola and Sonogo, uh, you know, both had that similar trait. Yeah. Yeah. Well, aren't you uh, uh, credited with saying 
you got to go and you got to go and get him to Steve but Parrish I'm, after that yeah, performance of Southampton. He's the real deal. Just get it done before the line's up. <laughs> Just get it done, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so anyway, so French, French resident Frenchman. Yeah. Again, I don't. I, again, I don't know. I did, it's interesting. I, I you know I, again, I tweeted this out a little while ago. He, he, you know, he's not he's not an unknown player by any stretch of imagination, and I am well and truly imagined Palace have looked at him, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I was told by definitely somebody who would know there's very little chance of him going anywhere this summer because he knows his value, he knows there are clubs who wants it wants him, he wants to play, he can go and play for uh, Leon, and he'll run his contract down to the final of the season, and he'll walk away with fifteen million transfer his signing on fee his deal next you know in 12 months time will be eye-watering and so in effect you've got Leon pumping him all around at the present moment in time because they'd quite like a fee and he's going yeah I'll, I'll go but I want x y and z in return you know we were there with Enketia to a certain extent last you know this time last year so yeah I'm not I, I again I have honestly no idea if Palace are interested quite clearly if they are that would be no Conor Gallagher arriving because he, you know, he he would play sort of where Eze is playing at the present moment in time, uh, and what one one assumes he would, you know, it would if we were doing it. There's been one hell of a compromise either on the fee, or text has intervened, or whatever it may well be, or he's changed his approach and isn't looking for a big payday. Uh, I, I assume he'll stay where he is. Okay. Um, Peter Howard has asked whether you think Teo, Jezrak Saki, Plunge, Phillips, Banks, etc., could be part of the first team next season. I think there's yeses and nos amongst that. I think I, I clearly Plunge should be at the club, but he he looks a long, long way off of it for me, and I doubt that loan move's going to progress him any further along in any real note. And I'll probably get some criticism from people in well, what, happened, what happened there? Because it was. Um, very yeah. heavily. Well, you thought it was going to be somewhere else, and then all yeah. of a sudden it would it would appear that John Texas stepped in and went, "No, he's going here." I think so. Yeah, I would. I'd, I'd, I'd heard he was going with O'Brien, and that was to a first division club, and the pair of them were going together, and then suddenly the pair of them are still going together on a on a date, and they but they're going to Belgium. So yeah, obviously that's where that intervention is. I. Uh, uh, Teo's definite. Teo would definitely be. No, I say definite part of the first team squad next season. It's a big bold statement. Teo would definitely be a part of our first team squad at some stage. High ceiling. They really, really, really like him. <laughs> just one second. I just heard a big tilt, which means the draw's not good. Draw's done. We've got Newcastle away. <laughs> It. Newcastle away. Uh, two weeks in a row, we've called the tie on this podcast. There you go. You filled Albert's boots. I said they were big boots to fill, mate. And there you go. Yeah, no pressure, and you absolutely nailed it. it. November, <laughs> November the seventh, no, November the eighth or ninth. Where is that? Tuesday, Wednesday. Just before I go to Qatar, Mrs. D. Yeah, I'm nipping off for a three weeks. Don't worry, hun. What should we go out the week before? Nah, well, not unless you want to go Newcastle. Oh, happy you know, days. Brilliant. Great. Famously, uh, your wife believes that Sunderland's just just out <laughs> on the road anyway. Oh, so. yes, this is very true. This is very true. Uh, uh, anyway, Teo. Teo, yes, yeah, take, good sailing take, for yeah. sure. They they really, really like him and, and, and they've been trying not to block off that left-back spot because of him coming through with obviously T there. 
uh, and 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 I don't think there's any doubt they they really like Jez. I mean, the I mean, again, it'd be interesting where he ends up playing. You know, the moment he slotted in as the right side, but last time I looked, so was Michael Lise there and so's a buoy there, and so it'd be interesting if they tie to create. I mean. Who knows where Elise will be in twelve months' time? But they—they, I wonder if they will try and create him into a slightly different position, a little bit more central, sort of where Eze is, or you know, or or being able to come in off the left onto that right peg, or or further up. But yeah, again, they like him lots. They've they chucked money at him to put him on that long-term contract. They've, you know, yeah, they, 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 we've we've got some bright young talent there, two of them. Yeah, um, and Banks has started well at Bradford. Scored, scored, yeah. and assisted one already. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like it's lower league. It's a like lower league yeah. oppo, and it? it's like you can't yeah. get too carried away. But reminds me of Dougie Freeman. He reminds me of Dougie Freeman so many ways. It's interesting. Enough, you sort of get a feeling he might be Dougie's favourite as well of all of the ones that have sort of come in. And I know he says like you know it's the best player ever he's ever seen at young ages, Michael Elise. But I get the feeling he's sort of. He, he sort of sees a bit of himself in uh, and Scott Banks. I I'd be amazed if we remain a Premier League club if he breaks through at us as much as there always be players slightly better than him. But yeah, I really, really, really comes across really well. He's he's a joy to watch playing football. So yeah, I hope he has a really good load, and I you know I hope he gets a really good move. And you know, it's mm-hmm. yeah. I, I mean, I'd, I'd hate to see him just playing in our under twenty threes or under twenty ones now, isn't it? But yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, that's pretty much all of them. Um, the only one thing left to talk about is people getting carried away about wanting to talk about Glazier's fan off the BBS. Um, <laughs> this is a man who's famously said in the past things like, "We should be playing Wilfred Zaha at left back." Was it? Um, that's one of one of his gems. Um, <laughs> Heskiff, you're on the BBS a lot. I am. It's um, not me. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a bit of an I am Glazers fan Spartacus moment on Twitter earlier where people were claiming to be him. But um, I mean, this has all come around because I, I did several years ago. I think, I think I've shared this story before on the pod. Um, my wife's at a house party and um, not my wife at the time. And she says, oh, when you get here, there's a couple of Palace fans here. Um, they want to talk to you. I was like, okay, right, whatever. So I get there. Um, these two Palace fans come over and they start chatting away. And um, I, I'm not, I haven't told them that I had like do the podcast or anything like that. I'm just like, you know, I don't want to go to a house party and talk about Palace with two strangers you know, when I'm pissed, when my missus is there, I'm just, you know, it was very early doors. Maybe now I'd talk about Palace with anyone. <laughs> this is early doors <laughs> in our relationship, you know. But, uh, <laughs> and yeah, the guy, one of the guys is like, well, um, uh, you you may know who I am uh, if you ever go on the PBS. And I was, <laughs> I was like, no, mate, I, 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 don't go, I don't go on the PBS. That, that place is just full of, you know, I'm not not really into it, but I'm I'm kind of well known on there. I'm I'm Glazier's fan, so I'm like, like, sorry, mate, no idea. So I like, you know, end the conversation, whatever, and I just drop a tweet out. I'm at a party. Glazier's fan is here. Talk to me. 
and my phone blows up <laughs> absolutely off the Richter scale just like people going oh my fucking god like no way like what does he look like send pictures blah blah like that guy's a space cadet like just just going off so it's whatever like all flying off and I'm just you know I didn't even notice it until I like get my phone out half an hour later and I look at it and I'm just like what has happened um and then his mate comes over and he holds up the phone of my tweet and he's like, oh, so this is you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, I was only asking because he said who he was and I was supposed to know him. So now he goes, how embarrassing for him that he's like trying to front how you may know who I am. I was like, hey, I'm nobody. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> someone who likes to talk about football on a couple of mates on a podcast. That's all. <laughs> and he was just like, oh, so... um. So, yeah, and as <clears throat> there'll be people listening, I suppose, who do actually know him. And the absolute classic I got in a DM was, now you've met him and you know his real name. Could you imagine if that got found out on Twitter because people would go wild. And I'm like, yes, yes, they would. And the voice I was doing, which is an impression of him pretty much, um, makes you know that he's a very posh guy. But, um, but you know what? Do you what? think like, <laughs> but seriously on a serious note i i don't read the bbs in person he seemed like a really nice decent guy like absolutely like wouldn't wouldn't have a bad word to say about him so i know like i like to poke funny because people went crazy for it but he's actually he was a he was a decent enough guy like wouldn't say boo to a goose kind of geezer unless he's behind the keyboard and thinks that zaha is, needs to be moved back and playing as an attacking left winger <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I'm sure there's plenty of people that talk about Heskiff in the same way on the BBS. Yeah. Put a tweet put a tweet out, mate, see if your phone lights up. <laughs> it, won't. <laughs> it, it won't. Yeah, abject talk to me. Oh <laughs> is um I'll go and start a thread that says abject thinks Elise is finished and then um, that'll pretty much it's yeah, his touch is dead. It's touch. Okay. He's dead, confirmed. Right, um, we've already waffled all enough on National Waffle Day, so we'll finish it there. Carl, thank you so much for stepping in and um, sharing your knowledge, and uh, always a pleasure. Look forward to having you back on another time. Hey, love you both. Yeah. Cheers, guys. Cheers, everybody. And Heskiff, Cheers, we are um, back next Wednesday, where yep. we'll be reviewing Brentford, which is obviously yes. kicking off on Tuesday night, and we'll be previewing... One of two trips to Newcastle that are upcoming. <laughs> Great. How, Great. Say, um, how, how are you going to review the nil-nil next week? Uh, I mean, literally, Carl, we barely preview games on here. This, this, was, the long, this was the longest preview we've done. We, we actually spoke about the game and some tactics. Usually it's like we've got 44 minutes in and we're like, oh, yeah, we should probably, <laughs> probably stop chatting shit about beer and... Haskiff being miserable and Albert being on holiday. Um, but there you go. So anyway, look, thanks everyone for listening. The Obviously a Match Report will be out on Sunday. Um, seems like Hambo's back in a bit of a flow, so great to hear him back on the show. Um, so listening to that, obviously head over to youtube.com forward slash back of the nest to be looking at what DR's doing over there. And until next week, up the palace. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. 
You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mate's already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.